Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE-quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of your Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you back with us once again on the HHC as we review the seasons of each and every one of the Hornets players from the past campaign. Today, we are focused in on second round pick Nick Richards, who had a very brief moments uh, where he was able to get out there on the floor for the Hornets, only played in 18 games but certainly is seen as someone who could be a part of the future, particularly at the center position for the Charlotte Hornets. Helping me break down his season and look into the future, we've got Rob Longo with us today, my producer from the Hornets Radio Network. Rob, we didn't get a ton of time to see Nick Richards. Most of what we saw was from outside of the G League bubble looking in, but what I saw, I liked. He averaged a double-double, and the G League in a lot of respects, is an opportunity to see the possible. Because Nick Richards is so young, he's just he's not going, and so raw, quite frankly, he's not going to get those sustained minutes right now in the NBA. That wasn't in the cards for his rookie season. But in the G League, we saw what might happen if he's getting consistent time out there on the floor. And we saw a player who showed an ability to knock down the three from time to time, Definitely was a major rebounder, averaged a double-double, and then even with the Hornets had a couple of games where he was more productive in the few minutes he was getting than others. What are your top-line takeaways from the season that was for Nick Richards? So obviously it's a little unfortunate that my favorite highlights from Nick Richards didn't come at the NBA level this season, but you know that's that's understandable. He was essentially fourth on the depth chart at the center position behind you know Bismack Biombo, Cody Zeller, 
Vernon Carey Jr. and even if you want to throw P.J. Washington in there as the stretch five, then he's probably fifth. But with Nick's height and athleticism, we saw what he's capable of, like you said, in the G League bubble in a game against G League Ignite. That was back on February 21st of the season. He had his best performance, and that was coming off the bench. 26 points, 9 for 10 from the floor, 10 rebounds, 4 blocks. Just monster numbers. And for those of those listening that don't really understand what G League Ignite is, it's compiled to some of the best young talent for the most part in basketball. I mean, several highly touted high school recruits that are opting to forego the college routes and play professionally end up on G League Ignite. Jalen Green, Jonathan Kaminga, those are going to be probably top five picks in the draft this season, and they were both on Ignite this season. So the fact that Nick Richards was able to put up those kind of numbers against that kind of talent is very telling, I think. And it goes to show that, you know, Mitch Kupchak saw something in him this season when he decided to trade for him because he was originally drafted by the Pelicans and then the Hornets said, well, no, we're going to take this guy. And they offered up a second round pick in 2024. So hopefully that works out too, because at that point, a couple of seasons down the road, that second round pick is a late second round pick and doesn't really mean a whole lot. So I think there is a lot of potential for Nick Richards. Nick Richards basically has only had one really in-depth season of playing major minutes. Even when you look back to his time at Kentucky, he was only playing 10 to 15 minutes per game his first two years, and then his his last season exploded to closer to 30 minutes per game, and he was a 14-8 and eight type of player. So the numbers really started to impress. He shot a great percentage, as you would expect, from someone playing his position. There's a lot of potential there. There certainly is. A normal offseason, I think, is really going to benefit him quite a bit going down down the road. But you know, what we did see from Nick Richards, particularly in the bubble, and he even got a late start going to the bubble because as players were heading down to the G League bubble, the Hornets were hit with a bunch of injuries at the center spot. So they kept Nick around for a couple extra days as kind of like a, a just in case option at the five. And then he went down there. And even with Vernon Carey, you know, those two were two of the prime pieces as second round picks for the Hornets on that G League squad, the Greensboro Swarm, and combined both average to double-double. So that is is also impressive that they were able to work together or not influence negatively each other's numbers. But certainly a bright future ahead for Nick Richards. We want to talk to him about some of his favorite moments from this past season. So coming up next, we'll talk to Nick right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Be sure to check out the Hornets Fan Shop at Spectrum Center. Now open Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Check out all the newest Hornets gear or grab a new pair of J's. It's an easy trip on the light rail. Or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 at HornetsFanshop.com. Back here on the Hornets Hivecast, Sam Farber with you. And let's welcome in first year, now entering second year center for the Charlotte Hornets, Nick Richards. Nick, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you guys. Nice nice to be here. It's not been an easy season to be a rookie, although I guess you don't have anything to to compare it to. But, you know, no real preseason summer league, no normal training camp. What was the biggest challenge for you getting acclimated to NBA life this season? I think I'm a pretty good person to adjust on the fly. And I think I, you know, I thought the whole entire season I adjusted to it, you know, you know, but just hearing the stories from other guys and how our rookie season is not the same as theirs, you know, it's not. It's a little bit disappointing, but, you know, just it's just what it is. It is what it is. As you reflect on your rookie season, is there a, a favorite moment that comes to mind? Probably draft, 
the draft week, getting coming to Charlotte, just you know, having to see an NBA jersey with my name on it and getting to hold it up is probably that was where my dream came true right there. For on the court is there was a poster that personified this season, like one specific moment that you were gonna hang on your wall forever. What would be the picture? Uh, um, so I have uh, so I have some friends in New York. Uh, when we went, when they came here for the first time, and we beat them. That would probably be the best one. You also spent some time in the G League bubble, averaged a double double while you were down there. How big was that in terms of your confidence for you know where you stood compared to other players in the G League at the time and, and just kind of further proof for you moving forward? For a confidence standpoint, I didn't really think that it did anything. I felt like, you know, I just haven't played actual basketball in over a year at that time. And, you know, just being able to get back up and down the court and just, you know, just have my overall feel for the game again, you know, was just an actual relief for me. And, and I felt like, you know, it was just a matter of time before I actually just became more comfortable with JB's system, you know. Coach Jay Hernandez, he did a really good job with everybody in the G League explaining the system to us. You know, we didn't really win that many games, but I felt like, you know, for the guys that are on this team that went to the G League bubble, you know, we actually grabbed the whole concept. In terms of dealing with health and safety protocols and COVID-19, what's one thing that you will be happy to have in your rearview mirror, assuming that next season we're not dealing with all of the same health and safety protocols? Hopefully we're not going to be wearing any more masks, but, you know, that would be probably exciting for me. What's one piece of the protocols that you think might have been a good idea that maybe is something that should stick around a little bit longer if there is anything? I know a lot of guys in the NBA didn't get the vaccine, um, but I think that, you know, this it should be something like the flu shot. Every single year you just get it just to, just to you know, as a booster and just to just keep getting it. Again, we got some glimpses of, of what you can do in the NBA. What are your expectations for what you want to work on over the summer and where you hope to be next year? either you know going into summer league or going into the regular season just to get an overall feel for the whole entire flow of the game you know i think that was just uh, the biggest part for me uh he keeps on saying you know he makes jokes about we drafted a guy that's only been playing basketball for two years so i think that uh me just getting more comfortable with the system that he put in place you know would be great for me Nick, we appreciate your time very much and look forward to seeing you again next season. Yeah, appreciate you guys. We'll be back with more in just a moment here on the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fans, the buzz is building. For season ticket packages for the 2021-2022 season, call 704-HORNETS or visit hornets.com to chat live with a season ticket representative. Lock in your price today. Sam Farber and Rob Longo back with you here on the HHC. We're talking Nick Richards today. And Rob, we just heard from Nick. And a couple of things stood out to me from the conversation. One, he looked at the G League less as a validation of his skills at the next level and more as... I haven't played basketball in a year, so it was nice to just get normal run, normal reps, which is something I think we forget at times that, you know, the pandemic didn't just we can't ever forget the pandemic. But, you know, maybe it's back of mind, not front of mind that the players were not 
in normal NBA routines, particularly the rookies prior to being drafted. And I think that is something that has stood out in the comments we've heard from Mitch Kupchak and people throughout the league that rookies this season were at a extreme disadvantage because not only did they not get normal summer league, normal training camps, normal access to facilities, but they weren't playing their season. Normally, you wrap your season, you roll into the draft workout process, then you're drafted, then it's summer league. So you don't have, say, I don't know, a nine-month layoff where you're not playing basketball was basically what happened here for a lot of rookies. They go from playing for their college teams, in the case of Nick Richards, trying to make the NCAA tournament, tournament snuffed out, and then they're not doing much in terms of organized basketball. I'm sure he had to be working out and things like that, but in a pandemic, it was nothing like what was normal. Yeah, and I think you mentioned it in the first segment. I think that Nick is going to be one of those people that's going to benefit from a quote-unquote normal offseason this summer. I mean, only playing nine games in the G League bubble, he played a total of 63 minutes in 18 games in the NBA this season, and a lot of that was in mop-up time. So that's not an ideal way, obviously, to develop talent. So between a summer league, a training camp, a preseason over the next six months or so, I think we could see some meaningful minutes from Nick Richards next year, depending on you know what happens. There's a lot of questions at the center position, who stays, who goes, everybody comes back, everybody leaves. Obviously, we're not going to get into all of that, but you know, depending on what happens, he is a seven footer, so he has the size, he has the framework. It's there. It's you know this blank canvas with these this really colorful palette of all these bright, beautiful colors, and you just got to you know paint the canvas and use those broad strokes to see if we can come up with a beautiful picture here. Certainly does have a lot of potential, and we even saw it in Kentucky. I mean, think, I think shot blocking is is really an area that the Hornets would love to have that rim protector center, and he had glimpses at Kentucky his last year he was about two blocks per game one block per game the year a couple years prior minutes certainly doubled that last year so it makes sense that the blocks would double as well but that potential is there and and I definitely liked what I saw from his G League numbers the center it it's an open position right now because the two guys that played the significant minutes last season are both unrestricted free agents and there's certainly a, a large number of options that the team could go with moving forward and Nick Richards is definitely one of them. It'll be interesting to see how things go this offseason. Yeah, I, like I said, I mean, he's going to be one of those people I think that really benefits from a full season. And depending, you know, depending on what happens, summer league, preseason, training camp, that might answer a lot of questions that people have been clamoring for over the past year about the center position. So, you know, between him and Vernon Carey, some two young, talented guys, some big, young, talented guys, and just see if they can fill into their bodies and develop that talent. And we'll go from there, I guess. And sometimes, you know, the center position, it just takes some time to, you know, have that year. But when it happens, a guy kind of explodes on the scene. Think Christian Wood, who was, you know, in the Hornets organization a handful of seasons ago. I had very limited opportunities with a couple of different organizations. Goes to Detroit, gets sustainable, normal, you know, 20 minutes per game type of runs, starts to put up some numbers and then explodes in Houston this past season. So the the opportunity could be there for Nick Richards. We will see. But it was fun getting to talk to him, fun seeing what he could do in those brief glimpses, and we look forward to seeing the benefits of a full offseason for him. That's going to do it for this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. A reminder, we're putting out a couple a week of these player profile podcasts, and we will continue on that series in just a couple of days. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to Rob Longo for joining me. 
For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you with us on this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Thanks for listening to the Hornets Hivecast. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.